now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey, it's Yolanda at DryerBuzz, and this is a direct episode of how to get out of bed. And I just grabbed a journal here just to have in my hand. Uh, we need to start a new one. So on the next broadcast, I will have a brand new journal because... Um, I think we'll be, I think we'll do these over a succession of days and let's just call this day one. And I know you're like, wait, but there's so many episodes that those episodes were to help us get through some other things. This episode is to help us get through staying home. Um, this is my, this is day two of my third week, third week. I started to shut it down simply because of what my activities were prior to you know we we those of you listening to this in the future we are really truly in the midst of the coronavirus okay in the united states i'm i live outside of atlanta just to kind of set territories territorial and, and demographics and all that kind of stuff um how to get out of bed is something that i've done probably now not even quite a year we came into a new year with it but i don't think i've done this quite a year i have to go back and see when the when the first day was of how to get out of bed was and it was when i realized i probably had not been out of bed and i needed to have a conversation or i began to have a conversation out loud and i said i should probably be talking to someone and sharing this experience and the minute i did that um there were those that said, Hey, I'm in that place too, because the first thing you think is it's only happening to you. You're going through this alone because depending on where you angle or where you turn your lenses, uh, either you see people going through what you're going through, or you see people that are probably have not yet gone through what you've gone through or either beyond where you're going through. Cause we find some kind of way to isolate ourselves in situations like this isolation, uh, which everybody is pretty much experiencing at this point. But there are people like myself who, for whom isolation has been a lifelong thing. And you hear people like talking about things. You're like, why didn't I ever think about that? Like say for instance, events and concerts. I'm like, it never dawns on me. It never ever dawns on me to get a concert ticket. I remember when my kids were younger in their, you know, teenage years, uh, one of the gifts I used to buy them that was really a no-brainer when I couldn't think of what to give, what to give them in times of birthdays and, and accolades and, and you know holidays and all that. I was like concert tickets, right? Because they used to love going to the shows, and I did too in my in my youth and so forth. I, right now, you know, not even to deal with coronavirus, it's just being out and about because. I went through a period of living an amazing virtual life for it, you know, it, it really, I had to like relearn, teach, talk myself to get back in the public, you know, face to face and, and shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow. And then here comes coronavirus. It's like, Oh, remember that virtual life? Let's all, everybody go into it, walk into the light, the virtual world, light of the virtual world. So, uh, I'm doing an episode of how to get out of bed because there are some people like myself, are not unlike myself like um this is normal for me but people are you know starting to step on each other get on each other's nerves experiencing some things realizing uh how wonderful it was to escape home life you know for several hours during the day and kids were um realizing that school was kind of nice wasn't it 
School was actually kind of nice, and they and the, and we all are starting to realize we had something that we probably should have appreciated a little bit more. But that's life. Like I said, live long enough, and you're meant to experience all of these things, even in in what seems like extremes around coronavirus. There are others, other generations looking at us like y'all still got it good. You know, like say for instance, and I think about this often, uh, as an empty nester and someone that's, you know, checking another box in the age group and all those kinds of things. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be so alone. And then I think about like, no, cause I have this amazing virtual world and, and even friends, you know, going through this. And I just think about some seniors in particular, even, uh, my grandmother, I just remember, I was like, man, you know, you, you wonder like, what do your grandparents do when you're not around? you like, you think they're just sitting with you, but everybody has a life. And, uh, and I kept thinking that what I thought this was going to be, and I'm, I'm tapping on this. Um, when I, what I thought this time of life was going to be, it's nothing like I thought it's absolutely nothing. Like I thought it's everything that I want. But it's nothing like I, like I thought. And you think you plan, you plan, especially if you are a journal keeper or a calendar keeper and you're, you're meticulous about time. I remember, um, one of my mentors telling me because I was so time oriented and they kept saying, you've got to divorce yourself from time. And I just never really, I don't think even now that I truly am able to do it. Time gets away from me because I, I do more things that I, that I love. I put a lot of attention into other things, things that, you know, but still it's like, okay, I need to do this for X amount of days. Even, and you hope you can tell, like, even when I come on to do a how to get out of bed, I still put a lot of, a lot of time on it. Like, oh, we did the 90 episodes. No, we did this and let's start this. It's like, let's just have a conversation. Why did I say to you that this was going to be number one in, in the series? You know, because I'm always meticulously planning. I would have loved to just come on and say, hey, listen, we need to talk about this today, right now, and be in this moment. I took us all out. I notice how I'm, I'm confessing this. I took us, I took us all out of the moment telling you all of that other stuff because too often, too many times, we feel like we have got to qualify and quantify everything. There's a whole episode on qualify and quantify. And one of the things is my stomach growls right near the microphone. Um, one of the things is I want to, we keep saying we want to enjoy all of our moments, but gosh, there is so much that does not allow us to do that. And, and what it comes from, and I'm trying to think as I talk to you in real time, unscripted, you know, keeping my first thoughts of the day. Why is it that I felt like I needed to quantify? Well, one of the reasons particularly is because I'm talking about dealing with anxiety. So I want to give you some context of which to one believe what I'm saying and buy into what I'm saying I need as a podcast I need you to buy into what I'm saying so that we can help each other right not that um what I mean myself you or others or any any further along or hasn't gotten to the point but we kind of still want to quantify it because one I want you to become a loyal listener and two I want this to help I want you to uh, I want, if you get to this day that I just woke up to or, or any experience that I have had, when you get there, I want it to pop into your mind. There's a place I can go and get some 
hindsight in order to use as my foresight that I don't have to on my own have this experience because I've heard about those that have gone before me. And I want to say that because my particular generation, I'm a Gen Xer, I think it's right. Gen Xers, what you got? Gen, you got boomers, Gen X, millennials, which are extra Gen Y, and then Gen Z, right? And then, of course, we've got a generation after that. We've got a generation before that. So there's two of them we, we don't talk about a lot. You know, some silence are, are still with us, and boomers are, are up in age. And then, of course, those of us, you know, Gen Xers are checking the other box and like, okay. And then, you know, you got your millennials that are like, listen, you know, we're not spring breaking. We're beyond spring breaking. We're working and paying bills now. And the Gen, Gen Zs are like, hey. You know, they're the ones, they're just chilling. They're everything. They're just chilling. They're just cool, you know. And then there's a, then the generation behind them are are about to have a whole other life that many of us uh, never knew, except for those of us who did have that virtual, live in the early stages of the virtual world. People are now trying to build that world back up because it was torn down by the um, some of the Gen, Gen Ys and the Gen Zs. Uh, and the millennials, you know, boomers didn't believe it, but boomers have uh, embraced it and they particularly need to embrace it. We're talking again about a virtual world uh, because everything is being shut down. If those of you in the future listen to this, uh, there are orders coming out, not from the president, but from mayors and governors and city officials who, you know, governing bodies that are saying that people need not go to work. They need not to be out socializing. They need not to be in the presence of more than X amount of people, whatever that X is of the day, that we need to be mindful of things that we touch because they don't know. They really don't know if this thing is just airborne or if it's just like a, uh, the common cold and flu or if it's on surfaces and how long it's on those surfaces. And so we're asked to be mindful, mindful. I'm just making sure my screen stays open there for me uh, so I can watch the time on this because, again, see, there I am, time. So they're asking that we just be mindful because people are coming down with it. And when they realize, unfortunately, it incubates so long in you by the time you do show a symptom. And they said over, it started out a couple of days. Now I think it's, shoot, it's up to 10 days or whatever, 14. It's so hard to get hardcore facts, okay? But uh, we've seen instances where one person has infected up to 40 people um, at a church service to, you know, a person is getting it at work or on the flight. It started out, you know, was a travel thing. You know, it's like, oh, it's not here. Um, so it's got to be a travel thing. And then they didn't do the, you know, the right travel restrictions soon enough, fast enough. I mean, I think at the end of this thing, you know, where they're going to forever say, try to figure out who's to blame and whatnot. But asking again, everybody do their part. What can you do? And that is just be mindful. Uh, I've always, and I know it seems like, and I'm not trying to say I've always, but because I have allergies and certain allergies, like, you know, allergic to different things and knowing that because of the number of times, you know, we touch something, touch our face. Even sometimes it's, it's so funny. Like, it's like germs of like they, they're, what do you call it? You work your mind. Like when you do something, like you have to scratch your nose or you get this itch. Like yesterday, oh my God, I was unloading some groceries and I had this itch and I was using the gloves because, uh, they had just been delivered and I'm like, I got to unbag these with one set of gloves and put them away with it. I think I probably went through three pair of gloves just trying to unpack the groceries. Right. 
And man, if my face wasn't itching like a... And that lets me know that... Because, you know, the body is like, hey, got to protect this body. You only got it for X amount of time. So, again, time. Um, so, it's almost like there's sensories to tell you there's something in the midst. And I'm pretty sure something probably traveled from the grocery store to my home. But I had a steamer going, which I actually ended up burning a finger <laughs> dealing with the teapot. Um, I had some steam going, so I was steaming what I could. I had gloves. I was keeping my hands steamed and as I was working, you know, because you don't want to touch it and go to, it was like, it was ridiculous what I had to do in this kitchen. Now, mind you, you know, there's some limited precautions we need to take bringing things home because when you think about you selecting, especially if you're selecting like me, fresh fruits and produce uh, or having your delivery person select fresh fruits and produce and so forth. Um, and there's a lot of touching as you're examining stuff in there. So yesterday was probably of all of the days. And I, this was probably the fifth delivery we've had since being home in the past two weeks. Um, I was more concerned about it yesterday because I, I, I selected one of the stores that I know is one of the ones that, that is fully re trying to fully restock as much as they can. It's a busy store. And I don't think that they have, in fact, the, I know that that they're the ones that are uh, saying that they're hiring and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and anyway, at any rate, selecting a, a different store, I knew there were more people in the store. So I was a little overly, more overly, a cost, more overly cautious of the items that I got yesterday. And because I received more items than on the other orders, um, I was again concerned with that. So I was a nervous wreck trying to un box and unbag uh, the groceries and trying to make sure that I did not touch my face but I swear to you my face my eyes would like rub your eye my nose was like touch me you know it's crazy uh, but you have to be mindful of it because we're at a time now where you've got to track everything that you do you got to know where you've been and who you've been around and and those you know you got to try to avoid um certain situations like what i do love is there are now hours and i'm so glad for this because i know for me i am i got some sensory issues about being around a lot of people and different kinds of people and so forth not discriminatively but just because of comfort and safety right so one of the things i do love about the stores is they do now have senior hours they open up a little bit early for that so that they can get in and get out i'm like am i please tell me am i in that bracket okay not that i so want to be but hopefully i am um so there, there are different things. There are also, we're waiting, you know, here's where the anxiety comes in for a lot of people, because even though the, all these orders are coming down and telling people, um, that we're in the shutdown, stay home mode, there's always these little caveats in the order, like essential, this, that, and the other, that seems to give everybody an out, whether or not they want to participate or not participate. Um, because if you ask any company, they're going to say that they've got essential employees or essential parts of their business that needs to keep operating. So even though half, you know, uh, half your household is home, like the kids are home. So naturally somebody has to be home with them. I'm so glad that people feel that way, um, that somebody has to be home for them and mindful of them because they're now, they're not just home they're they're e-learning, um, which is something that should have been implemented because, this is the thing that 
bothers me with where we have been and where we are and where we could be with the use of technology. If e-learning is a thing, why were kids spending so much time in school anyway? Or why are we, why are workers spending so much time? Why hasn't productivity advanced? That, that's always, that's been my question for a long time. I won't say it's always been my question because I never could understand. It's like, why are we, why were we still working five days a week and eight hours a day? Um, why hasn't something about productivity um, improved and certainly income, you know, income is not improved, but you got to know that you're producing more. So companies are making more, but yet when we don't have more lifestyle, you know, we're not earning more of a living, um, based on the fact that there's gotta be a way. And if you can't now, mind you, if you can't prove to somebody you are producing more then hey, don't join this bandwagon because don't want nobody slowing it down. But if you can legitimately, and I was one of those people, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on here. Uh, I seem to be producing a little bit more here. You know, it's like the production level is way up. Income ain't even is not even the creeping up in the slightest to meet with that. So if the income is not going to go up, then give me some of that time back. I was always, I was always negotiating how not to be at work. Okay, always negotiating that. But at the same time, still able to produce at a, at the at a level. Just saying, listen, can we use some of these advances and innovations um, in this? Work? Now here we are, having spent the past twenty years trying to usher in that thought process. Here we are now. Everybody wants to know. Hey, wait, what were you talking about? Remember, remember you pitched this and you said that. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, here's how that's done. As a matter of fact. I will uh, be I'll, I'll be a speaker at uh, a virtual summit, soap summit, um, for those who make uh, have home based businesses, artisan businesses, um, those who are in the soap making and skincare. And you know, listen, let me tell you, the next slots on the Forbes. In fact, the last slots on the Forbes list came from women who uh, made their made their earnings in the beauty industry. And let me also tell you that in the data that we monitor as far as a blog, um, and what people are buying, more people are buying handmade, homemade, um, products. That's been a thing. It's like, it's like, because the ease of finding out where something that's wholesome, we're getting back to wholesome, that it's easier now to find out, to find a wholesome product. Um, then those other things that we have been inundated with images and access, you know, we've been inundated with images and access of things and, and convinced that we need those things in our lives at a convenience, at a convenience price. But now people want wholesome and that's what people have been buying online. That's why people walking around with great skin and all moisturized. And, and that's why the beauty industry, think about it, even though, you know, store the mall and the stores, retail stores are closing. So where's everybody spending these billions of dollars buying all this makeup and getting the brows and the lashes and the skin taken care of, right? They have found this wholesome networks, you know, um, 
and those who who launch products in those in the network are doing very very well. Um, one of the I, I've got a product that I'm ushering uh, to market, and of course, we had one business model. And this is the thing about it: when you use technology, you know, and when you use the systems that are in place, like I didn't go out like, oh, I want to I want to take this product to market. The traditional way would have been like, okay, get a concept, get an idea, get a markup and go and talk to some investors and go or either, either get some investors or go borrow money, go borrow, go, go take out all kind of loans and get this, you know, come up with this recipe and, and let this factory do it and go into all this debt and hopefully it pays off. And then you see your product on the shelf and you go, yay, the product's on the shelf, right? But being that the number one thing that people want is wholesome, it's like, oh no, they want you involved in this, in this product. But because if think about had I taken the traditional sense, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed today. Cause I'd be like, oh my God, I just bought all this money and now I've got all this product and now these stores and things like that are shutting down. But, and now we've got, you know, you've got at least 30 to 60 to 90 days where there's going to be change coming every single day. Well, guess what? Because I decided to go the wholesome market way and by wholesome market, I mean the natural market, um, and the natural demand, which is up money up front, um, buy before you receive or, uh, kick, do a Kickstarter, do a GoFundMe. All of these different things, do a development stage, do a beta test, you know, like I'm beta testing and I have done so many uh, beta tests, not so many, but um, because over the past five years, if you think about it, the marketplace for, for what I do going from blogging and, and virtual world and, uh, and so forth. The marketplace has changed so dramatically, even just in the last five years. I have um, I have memories coming up on my phone uh, of different things that we did. We did right now. Everybody, everybody, including traditional television, is now using live stream models that we've used twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, when people went to these networks and said that this day was coming. Um, that they would no, they would not necessarily even need to be in the studio if they wanted to or not. Um, and now we're watching broadcasts where oh, everybody's at home and they finally sent cameras, um, you know, where they once upon a time said cameras could not go. I'll tell you, I had a personality. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm drinking raspberry lemonade and I had a piece of raspberry. I needed to get out of the way so we could finish this conversation. Uh, I've had, I've had, uh, and, and ironically, they were men, um, come at me with all kind of hostility or uh, even merely suggesting that these things were possible. And one of them, um, now has a whole full on holy broadcast in the manner which I said they should probably try. Um, but you know, Hey, it happens. It happens. You know, can't, you can charge it to a person's character and you must charge it to their character and forever judge them as such. Okay. But at the same time, you have to first, you have to also realize you were giving a blessing to the wrong person. Satan ain't going to receive your blessing. I don't mean to go there, but I'm just saying you can't bless, you can't bless Satan. But even if you tell something to the wrong person and they act out, the other people who need that information are going to witness it and learn from it. And so I love that. I love what I'm seeing 
because it means that, oh, wow, wait, you weren't crazy. Um, and I hope that you guys experience this when, when you're, you, something like this is driven you to not getting out of bed. It may, and again, remember I said I was told, you know, cause I was so frustrated in that time, long time ago that wait a minute, this is possible. Why isn't anybody believing it's possible? And then you feel like you're crazy. You start to believe what they're saying that you're crazy. You're crazy. This is odd. Nobody does this. And now you're watching, wait, everybody's doing it. like really everybody's doing it. So then, you know, you got to do the next thing, right? So you just have to let it out. I was going to say swallow it down. Just let, but letting it out and letting it go feels so much better. And you'll be able to, to get out of bed. Just go ahead and work on the next thing. I'm like going on working on what's the next thing. What's the next thing. And, uh, I, I love it when I, when I'm online and I go into different videos and, you know, on different people's timeline and, and they give that the only reason I talk about it. Cause they give that part of the story said, Oh yeah, here's so-and-so and da, 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 da. So anyway, but that's, that's a part of the That's a part of the history. Got about six minutes. I only wanted to do about 30 minutes of this. Cause I got to go live and I don't know. Do I have to go live? Uh, I actually got to go live. Uh, in my kitchen because that's another thing. But I wanted to, again, tap on, I touched on something about a beta test. Um, sometimes labeling things because we seek to label because we live in that kind of society. And not only that we seek to label for others, but seek understanding for yourself. And if you are doing it because of somebody else, I hope that's just a reflection of you and not you shining a negative spotlight on yourself. It's okay to see where you are in the flow of, or the flood of things, right? Of the wave of things. <clears throat> I love that. Forgive me for coughing. Let me take a sip. But um, I love that they talked about the curve on how to turn this thing around. And, uh, and, uh, some people were saying curve and, and one person, one, I forget one of the governors or something said they, Oh, I think it might even Cuomo said they see it as a wave. If we don't do what is we're supposed to do, um, and it'll be a curve and it'll, it'll go back to normal. But if we continue to not do what we're supposed to do to help this thing, help, help the, I don't know what's the current, but anyway, it could be a wave, meaning it, we, it could come, we can get over it and come right back if we don't do what we're supposed to. Um, think about it and make sure that even where, no matter where you are, that you're still doing your part. Just, just your part. I know we spend a lot of time online talking about everybody's part, okay? Everybody, why are they this and that, that, and who said this and who shot that and da, 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 da. But make sure especially if you're having those kind of conversations that you've done your part because you want to add to that. Well, I've, I've done my part not to, not to boast or not to brag. This is accountability. Have you done your part? If you are still in the bed, you've not done your part. If you're home, yes. But if you, because we have to spend so much time home, there are things that we have to do. I have been going through stuff like, man, why has that been sitting there forever? Cause I've been so busy and just walking by and walking by. I'm finding things. I have found pairs of shoes still in the box in the box, still in the bag. I mean, I've, I, I can turn right here to the left. I see one, two, three shoe boxes. Y'all, when I tell you one of those boxes is from Christmas, one was for catching the after sale. 
and one is a couple pair of shoes I just been looking for, and they and because they've been there in that spot for so long, it's like I'm like, is it a monument going on over there to that pair? I'm like, why? I and let me tell you, even right before Corona, you know how you start to rotate the closet. Um, it's starting the temperature starting to you know you you rotate start putting back your fall and winter start bringing some of your spring and summer things forward. Um, or start going to that section of the closet if you don't, even if you don't rotate it. And uh, I was like, why? You know, I had this section where, oh, I'm saving all this stuff was just being saved. Like I'm never, I'm like I kept seeing this T-shirt, and I, I said, oh, I'm gonna rock that T-shirt every Black History Month. But it's it's so nice, I'm not gonna wear. It. Honey, I'm like, why am I saving this T-shirt? I wore I wore that T-shirt out. This past February, Black History Month. This is uh, we're March right now, so I I'm literally and it's still in rotation because when I did laundry the other day, and then it was like the most comfortable T-shirt I have, and uh, so I noticed in the laundry, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and keep it in rotation. Why not? Because you know I'm Black 365, right? Uh, and it, it basically has some coats and sayings on it that I love. And I was going through other teachers. I'm like, why do I have this stack of stuff that I'm saving? Why am I saving these shoes? I grabbed a pair of boots, probably two of them, and put them right towards the end of end of uh, winter. And I said, let me put these boots back in rotation. And I wore one, put one pair on on a Sunday. And before I could get halfway through the day, I looked down and they 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 were dry rotting because they'd been there just sitting there forever. And I wore them out into the air and I guess touching the surface. And, and I looked down and all of the faux leather, whatever was coming off of the shoe. And I'm like, wow, luckily I was I was headed back home. Uh, and I had another pair to do that as I as I started to to rotate, you know. And now it's like I go into the closet, like what is all this stuff in the closet? Uh, how much of it? I have this stack of of you know my 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 home my lounging clothes, you know the, the little t shirts and the leggings. But you know because we're home, that stuff is getting a lot of rotation. And I noticed the power, and, and it it was that stack, you know that stack of clothes. You never truly necessarily put it away after washing because you go through it so fast you just kind of take it and you just you know even though you fold it it doesn't it goes in the closet but not back into you know it where it's supposed to be and uh and I noticed I stacked them there's a there's a little container in the closet and I just take those you know like some like their stack of leg a stack of leggings and a stack of t-shirts and I usually just stack them there because those are things I might throw on if I got to go run an errand or even if I just gonna be around the house and I fully want to get dressed because that's how you get out of bed you know with the ritual of of you still have a ritual if you have to be home and I noticed just yesterday, I went to go put a stack of t-shirts, you know, a little small stack of things that I washed because we're, you having, and make sure you guys are washing things a little bit more in this time. And I put that stack on there and it all fell down. And I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at it around my feet. I'm like, how much, how much of this stuff have I, have I put in, put in rotation, not accumulated because it's always been there, but how much of it is now in rotation and I'm looking at it and then too and I'm like okay how is this this is one of my favorite things why was it on the bottom because there's so much in rotation and so forth and so on so again 
um, things that we don't necessarily pay attention to, they become part of the scenery. You know, the stack of um, shoes here. One is a, a pair of Adidas, a white Adidas. And you know, I'm not, I'm like, why am I not, why am I saving that shoe? Um, and in fact, I got it. I got those shoes because I wanted to, those become my quote unquote blogging shoes. Like if you saw me out as a personality or on the red carpet or uh, not on the red carpet, covering the red carpet or at events and things like that. I was like, because I have to wear black on the media side, we wear a lot of black and those were, they're black and white. I'm like, oh, that's going to be my blog shoe this year, right? Because I have, I have blog shoes, shoes that, you know, I have, I create a corner in the closet and you already know if you've listened to this before, those of you that don't, I have what's called my confidence corner. Like whatever I grab from that corner and put it on, it's going to feel, I'm going to feel good in it. It's going to look good and I'm going to be able to go and get the job done. So I keep that corner stack. The shoes never made it into the closet because I was like, okay, where am I going to put it? Oh, because there was a task to straighten up under there so that I could do the shoes and then the pants, tops, and whatever else I needed in case uh, I had to run out to an event. I could just go and do that. And I never, I set them there because I said, oh, I don't want to go because if I take them into the closet, then I got to deal with that task that I am so totally not productive and follow through on. And then um, there was another pair that I got for Christmas, which was, again, black and white. But these were kind of like mules. They're they're sneakers, um, but I could just slip my foot into those. And, uh, And so they're sitting there beside that. And then there is... The empty box, I finally, because we had so much rain, and I'm, I think it's going to be a rainy season, I finally bought a pair of rain boots because I'm, I was out and about every day. And then and I said to myself, and I probably need to take these rain boots back. And then every time I get ready to take them back, I'm like, no. I wore them one time, and then we got the shutdown. <laughs> And I, in fact, I was thinking if I buy these rain boots, I guarantee it stops raining. Cause when I tell you it has rained it, over the, over the pre, over the end of, end of winter, beginning of spring, it rained. We had a point in there where it was raining every day and everybody is like tired of carrying umbrellas. And I started getting, collecting rain gear. I bought a little poncho, uh, that I could just slip on. Um, finally got a rain jacket and then I had these rain boots and I mean, there was a pair of rain boots I really wanted at another store, but they could not get there. And I know they're probably losing all kind of business right now, but the person who was working, um, didn't know how to, they, they couldn't get an internet connection. I think she knew she might've known how to check me out, but she was having trouble getting an internet connection and I was running out of time and I was like, okay, I'll come back. I didn't get a chance to go back because my next errand took me further away than I thought. And it was like flooding, mass flooding out. I'm like, I am out here. I don't want to walk around with wet feet. Let me go and get some rain boots. So I ended up having to go and get, and their rain boots was so unique and and had an amazing color. And I love, I love statement pieces. It would have been a statement piece out of this world, but I ended up because I needed the boots because it was literally, I'm out there walking in 
two feet of water, um, I had to go ahead and get a rain boot. And it's a basic black pair of un unstylish rain boots. But I tell you, they are the best. I can just slip my feet in them and go, which is what I want. Which is what I wanted. And they'll just go into the corner with all the black and white as far as that wardrobe is concerned. All right. I, listen, I got one leg swinging over getting ready to get my day started here. I've got to um, finish up some things. And this is an episode. There are more out there depending on where you are on the spectrum. Just a little, just a little uneasy, just a little nervous. Maybe you're experiencing anxiety. What we want to do just by us having a conversation and sharing out loud is what we don't want to do is have anybody end up in depression. If you feel like you're alone, it's only because you've done those steps, done steps to isolate yourself. Um, say something out loud. Someone will hear you and it'll all begin to come back together. All right. All right. Uh, so that I don't have to repeat myself so that I don't have to bore you any longer or hold you any longer from getting out of bed. Let's just go ahead and do this. Let's just go ahead and get out of bed. I'm Yolanda. This is Dryer Buzz. I need you to do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.